out. What's your name? What's Tell your us your name. What's your name? Okay, you're fine. We'll get you out. Bro, what? Our... We got you, friend. We got you. The fuck? NLT. You just violated their rights. So what you just heard was a protester being grabbed uh, by men in army fatigues. They were completely silent and escorted to a black SUV unmarked and was uh, it quickly drove away. Mm-hmm. And they've done this all over uh, Portland, Oregon. <laughs> um, apparently, these were rental SUVs. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't think to look into who or what rented them. Um, I don't know. I'm not a car person, so I couldn't like identify the make and model. But they yeah. are. I didn't really pay that much attention either. But uh, that's what's taken place since we last recorded. I heard uh, rumors, tweets, and stuff on social media that it was happening, but uh, not enough meat on the bones at the time for us to put it in the first podcast of the week. But as the weeks played out, it was revealed that the agents are uh, custom and border control, and they are the ones doing the uh, the detainments with... Uh, u.s marshals um and uh then it came out acting homeland security secretary chad wolf said this this siege can end if state and local officials decide to take appropriate action instead of refusing to enforce the law dhs will not advocate its solemn duty to protect federal facilities and those within them again i reiterate the department offered to assist local and state leaders to bring an end to the violence perpetuated by anarchists. I mean, of course, everything is anarchists. It's always anarchists. Um, this, oh, fuck. This actually reminds me. They did, uh, well, I guess the next point is that the, the unit was BORTAC, which is Border Patrol Tactical Unit, which is like the Custom Border Patrol equivalent mm -hmm. of the SWAT team. Mm -hmm. Um they did this well they were really active 2019 in sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. Where uh Trump was really trying to crack down on uh you know the illegal sanctuary city fucking mm -hmm. shit. Even though it's their right to do whatever the fuck they want, but you know mm -hmm. we can just yeah. ignore that. Um, yeah, it was Bortak that was sent in to just snatch up, uh, fucking immigrants. Mm -hmm. And now they're um, snatching up, uh, U.S. citizens, like legal mm -hmm. U.S. citizens, uh, that are protesting. And like this, this is starting to take off on mainstream media. Um, but this is just really scary and uh this is not the usual like me being the paranoid person of being like yo like tyranny's on our doorstep no tyranny's inside the house they are 
taking U.S. citizens, protesters, and dragging them away without saying a word into unmarked cars. Uh, but it's like one of these things of uh, it's scary that it's Border Patrol agents uh, because Border Patrol agents are historically the least trained of like these army officer units because of the hiring surges that's happened that started in uh, George W. Bush's years where they had the hiring surge where they wanted 3,000, 5,000 more true uh, officers and uh, Trump did the same thing. And with that, uh, they come poorly vetted and poorly trained and that usually leads to corruption. And I was reading a court's report and it said this, it is almost certain that when they're taking polygraphs, it creates false negatives for persons that are unsuitable and would be found unsuitable by the correct polygraph test. They're degrading personnel security protocols to accommodate a hiring initiative in a way that is almost certain to degrade the security of the border instead of enhancing security at the border. So not only are we sending people to snatch U.S. citizens that are protesting, in our country, we're sending poorly trained individuals to grab these protesters. Uh, and another interesting thing is uh, The Guardian came out with this article in 2018 that said in the past 10 years, since 2008, that Border Control had to pay out $60 million worth of claims. And these claims included wrongful detention wrongful deportation, alleged assaults, reckless driving by officers, and even wrongful death. Yeah, I, th I think I saw another article on my Twitter feed. I fucking wish I had saved it. But yeah, they're, it also said uh, they're not trained in crowd dispersal uh, no. techniques or anything like that. No. So no. you've got a bunch of fucking Rambo federal agents who mm -hmm. are th th yeah they're just not fucking properly trained um whether or not you believe in any sort of law enforcement agency mm -hmm. they should at least know what the fuck they're doing and these people mm -hmm. don't know how to properly no. deal they are they're the least qualified they yeah. are the least qualified out of everybody in our law enforcement and our uh, defense and these are the people that usually are on the border of our country and they they treat immigrants crossing over into our country with just absolute disdain anyways and it's what you said it's a bunch of redneck rambos uh you know probably just ready to just take action and we don't, like, I've heard one thing of, like, they drive these protesters around asking them questions, and then they release them. But what, what, that's just one, two things I've heard. What if they're not releasing them? What if they're just taking them? Uh, and this is scary to me because of the previous memo of, Antifa, like Trump labeling Antifa as a terrorist organization. And if you know, like, 
during the Bush years, the terrorist uh, designation on a, on a person basically can kind of strip away their rights. The, 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 Pretty much, yeah. You have yeah. no rights if you're deemed yeah. to be a fucking yeah. enemy of the state by any measure. Yeah, they can wiretap you. They can arrest you. Uh, there doesn't really have to be much evidence there other than just like, oh, this person's a terrorist. Well, now Antifa is declared a terrorist. Uh, and we've ranted about Antifa being a terrorist organization when there's no centralization to Antifa. But... Just that little label right there creates uh, a precedence that could harm U.S. citizens. It definitely could. It also makes me wonder. It, wasn't there? There was a report that came out where Trump could like barely pass his fucking mental faculty tests. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like really recent. Um, and like apparently the doctors were surprised that he was able to do or perform as he did. So, you know, Trump is yeah. getting to a similar level of dementia as Joe Biden. Yeah. Although, you know, he's still more capable at this point. But it, yeah. it makes me wonder, like, I, I can just see Trump sitting there at the Oval Office desk saying, like, you know, some of his advisors come up and say, hey, you know, this Portland protest has been going on for a long time. There's graffiti all over the place. And Trump just like snaps his fingers and says, hey, I, I want this problem gone. And just doesn't give a second thought. Send and order just, to rough him up. Yeah, well, not even that. He just like doesn't even say that. I can't even imagine him like giving that level of detail. Just like literally snaps his fingers like hey i want this gone mm -hmm. and then the fucking white nationalists that we know are in the fucking white house say all right mm -hmm. well let's send the worst people possible to deal with this situation in a in an amicable way let's send yeah. them to quote unquote solve the problem so they send in the fucking bortak people who are just gonna mm -hmm. invoke fear uh, mm -hmm. on purpose mm -hmm. uh, and just completely violate our rights as u.s citizens yeah. um because they can they know they could get away with it on an institutional level right now and mm -hmm. that's a fucking scary thing it's it's terrifying to think that like if this can go unchecked in portland um in a city where the police are already like pretty rough on protesters like yeah what's to say that's gonna you know not spread to the rest of the country well, uh, it's only a matter should, of time yeah funny you should say that uh today uh it was basically proven that this is a dress rehearsal and this is why there's so much you know anxiety for me personally of their of like letting tyranny inside the house outside our normal tyranny of capitalism and corporate overlords but a dh uh, department of homeland security underboss said this today and let me see 
We, well, we are, we welcome the more investigations, the better. With as much law breaking as going on, we're seeking to prosecute as many people as there are breaking laws as it relates to federal jurisdiction. That's not always happening with respect to local jurisdiction and local offenses, but you know, this is a posture we intend to continue, not just in Portland, but in any facilities that we're responsible for around the country. <laughs> yeah i mean it figures yeah so um, and there's a clear bias here yeah. which we'll kind of get into more details uh later in the podcast but uh yeah this isn't just like an equally applied across the board uh policy it's <laughs> if you're basically not a capitalist um or more in your favor if you're a conservative sorry if you're not a conservative then you're getting the the worst end of this treatment mm-hmm. but what's scary to me is that they are planning on launching this nationally and that means it's going to be in cities across the country anywhere that has a federal property yeah that, this is like desperation to yeah. me they're terrified of another fucking we didn't even have a general strike during covid like we had no. a miniature one yeah there was and that was enough to scare to the living... yeah and that was enough to scare the living shit out of these people mm-hmm. um but now that they're really starting to crack down on uh you know stay at home orders uh mandated mask laws uh Yet they're scared to death of what might happen if the economy doesn't return to normal ASAP. Um, so they're going to use every tool they have to make sure that happens. And that's going to be including a nationwide federal uh, enforcement. Yeah. And uh, fucking terrorism tactics. It's fucked. <laughs> this is this is America now. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who, you know, were rightfully scared by nine eleven, but you let your paranoia go too far and uh, signed away your lives with the Patriot Act. Well, you know, believe in the. Uh, if you believe in our institutions, then you just signed your life away in two thousand one. Here's the fucking result. Forty years later, uh, mm-hmm. what do you think was going to happen when you gave away all of your rights as a citizen mm-hmm. yeah and, and like i was really young not really young but young enough where i was couldn't vote in early teens uh, during the bush years and even i then even then i knew like all these overreaching powers such as the patriot act and homeland security were dangerous and we are seeing them be exploited now against our own citizens and uh, like back then i was like someday they're going to use this against our own citizens uh with these terrorist labels this crazy nationalism and all that and here we are and they yeah, are literally snatching you... people off the goddamn streets and putting them in unmarked cars and driving away and we don't have a fucking clue what's going on yep uh, back then the only real well one of the biggest fears was if you even if you were like a straight white cisgendered male 
which is what our entire country is kind of designed around as a demographic. Um, if you even then, if you had like long hair or if you had like a beard back in you know 2001, like you you weren't part of the prime demographic. You were going to get fucking searched at every goddamn flight you went on because I know I was. Um, <laughs> and if you weren't even safe back in 2001, if what's happening right now doesn't wake you the fuck up, I don't know what will at this point. It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years of a surveillance state. It's been 20 years of our rights being slowly stripped away. Um, I remember the first time I had to file my tax returns with a... Uh, like a qual quote unquote qualified uh, tax broker, I had to sign a uh, agreement basically saying like I submit to the Patriot Act, and I gave all my information to the government. I was like, I just felt this deep pit in my stomach. I was like, well, I'm signing away the rest of my fucking life, but I have no choice because taxes are mandated on me. Um, and I I just you know. It's either I try to hide from the law for the rest of my life, or I bite the bullet and try to live a normal life. And uh, even as part of the prime demographic of America, mm -hmm. hasn't done shit for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's my fucking rant. I yeah. fucking hate everything that uh, happened after Bush. Yeah, it's been it's been a it like we were declining before because of just like how eroded uh the left the progressive movement had uh, become and it basically just been hollowed out by neoliberal third way uh, politics of like the Clinton era and we've just basically have we're starting from scratch like i really feel like obama kind of presented himself as a progressive but we quickly quickly learned that that was not the case oh yeah it, oh yeah i i think uh 2016 and 2020 were just the start of a new little actual left wing and it's going didn't win this time with bernie and it sucks but uh it's a start and you know hopefully the next person you know comes at the uh the establishment a little more hard than bernie did because i could go into a rant about what i found faults in bernie's campaign in 2020 of just not being aggressive enough and all that but i'm gonna let that go for now um there's just way too much bullshit going on with you know pandemic and as if, if existence wasn't already scary enough uh we have protesters that we don't know really know 100 percent what's happening and we have basically a gestapo in portland snatching people so i think that that's something that needs to be addressed immediately uh i think more people need to go to take to the streets daily because this is this is the line in the sand and if we continue to just be complacent and let 
this continue to go be like two weeks of us being like oh this is bullshit this is bullshit and then we fucking forget about it and we fucking let it go and it just keeps on happening then then there's really no point we might as well just fucking seed it all and just be like we fucking give up because this is like the final stand to me of people getting snatched possibly taken to black site somewhere down the line we don't know this is a fucking slippery slope and if we don't stop it now and if we don't take a stand then we basically just co-sign it we basically co-sign a full fascist dictatorship and a full authoritarian regime whatever the fuck you want to call it that's how i feel about this yeah that's a good point this does feel a lot like uh testing the waters um yeah it's absolutely testing the waters yeah i mean of course like assuming you know incompetency isn't the order of the day which with trump personally i think incompetency but the rest of the fucking uh the white house administration they you know uh one man can't rule everything they have advisors um and so each one of those advisors knows what the fuck they're doing so yeah this is testing the waters um seeing what's acceptable it's 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 actually kind of interesting it's been like almost two months into this movement and now they're starting to do you know the (laughs) slow creep of disappearing people um trying to see what happens yeah this this can't fucking stand um (laughs) we this was never going to be a fucking easy battle this was never going to be a cultural change that was going to happen you know even within the course of a year of being optimistic um this shit's going to take a long fucking time unfortunately but that's just how it is because we're working against it the entire way that human civilization has been set up for the past couple hundred fucking years basically since the renaissance mm-hmm. is that capitalism um you know classical liberalism and uh, capitalism this is what we have to dismantle we have hundreds of years to fucking dismantle and we're at a tipping point but it's only a tipping point if we keep pushing further and we don't grow complacent when the fucking SWAT units start snatching up people off the street uh, for raising their voices. Um, it fucking sucks. This is like a road of sacrifice, but this is what we have to keep pushing forward. There's there's no other option. The only other option is we go into fascism, like you said, and then oh, suddenly, you know, ten years from now, we have a fucking ethno state, and we're wondering what the fuck happened because mm-hmm. we didn't keep fighting like we like we have to um, this is a culture war and right now the culture is against actual equality and equal treatment of all human beings right now the the ethnostate fuckers uh, are winning um Right now, they're still hiding in the grass because they know they can't be completely open about it, but uh, they're not too far away, honestly. And this goes right into the fucking QAnon section 
uh, <laughs> of this fucking shit. And QAnon, I don't know. I have never really paid too much specific attention to it because conspiracy theories are usually boring, but QAnon's been widely successful. And, um, yeah, it's been very successful. Yeah, it's for many reasons. But, uh, and if you want like a more detailed write up on, you know, the fundamentals of QAnon, you can check out our article on AmericanShakedown.com. But there we have a bunch of tidbits for you in the rest of this episode, and uh, I'll let you kick off the next bit. Yeah. So, QAnon has become so big that it's kind of integrated in just like our normal society and we talk we've been talking a lot about cops uh on the show lately and this one uh was insane to me when i saw it uh, new york's largest police union boss did a fox news interview this week with the QAnon mug in the background clearly in the background and Huffington Post reached out to him, and Ed Mullins, president of the Sergeant Benevolent Association, was invited on Fox News on Friday to discuss crime in New York. During both appearances, Mullins could be seen speaking from the same office, sitting on what looks like a printer or scanner behind him is a black mug bearing a giant red, white, and blue cue. When reached out for comment on the mug, Mullins claimed that the mug nor the office was him and claimed he had no idea what cue was. Okay, so say we take that at face value. Like, have you seen the picture of it? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I have. It's perfectly aligned. It is perfectly aligned. It is. There is nothing else interesting in the office. Yeah, the coffee mug is completely the mug pointing, pointing perfectly to the camera, clear as day. Like, even if you didn't know much about QAnon, just bare minimum, you could spot it out. And it's right on the way to, he would see it if he was like just sitting down at his desk. There's no excuse for him not to notice it. It's a big Q symbol with the American flag. It has the fucking uh, acronym of where we go, one we go all. Um, it's got the whole fucking shebang. It's right there in front of anyone's face who was walking into the office and somehow, oh, I have no idea where it came from, bruh. Are you fucking, gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. These people yeah. get away with fucking murder, literally in some cases, and they have the fucking balls to be like, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that came from. I don't know what you're talking about. And they get away with it. They get away with it because everyone gives conservatives 50 free fucking passes on every goddamn lie they say. <laughs> I hate it. I hate these people. Holy shit. And to make things even worse, I guess, is that QAnon has spread to Iran. Um, which is equally as fucked uh qanon has always been a global movement or has purported itself to be a global movement but funny enough it has it, you know it just happens to be so american centric and sp- 
specifically focused on how Trump is going to save all of us. Um, But aside from that, uh, Q has spread to Iran under the hashtags MIGA, M-I-G-A. So instead of Make America Great, it's Make make Iran Great Again. Uh, Hashtag Cyrus and hashtag restart. Now, there's a million different fucking variations of these hashtags. Uh, There's like restart opposition. There's Cyrus the Empire, Cyrus Empire. I don't know. There's a million of them because they have to... The the reactionaries have to rebrand themselves all the fucking time to um, try to lose the scent of people who are onto their fascism. But regardless... um, it, it's, I don't know, it's really interesting that it is specifically spread to Iran under a couple of prominent um, prominent accounts that are like really pushing this narrative. They're English speaking too, which is funny. But yeah, that's a little weird. It's just like a little bit weird because like how many Iranians do you think like would actually speak English um, mm-hmm. after all the shit America has done to the Middle East? Um, you know, and there is like a legit, there are legit movements in Iran. It, it's funny, like it, I think Bo of the fifth column put it pretty good. Um America and Iran are really similar in a lot of ways, um, specifically with their imperialist nature. And that's why we can't get along. Um, that's why we have so many conflicts over the past couple of years. And uh, I don't know. So it, it's just kind of fucked that it spread to our big you know, global rivalry. Um, at least the rivalry of the Trump era. But I don't know. Moving on, I could fucking rant about this forever. Um, on to a little bit lighter news with the QAnon verse. Apparently, according to them, the Jews can control the weather, which <laughs> uh, weather control has been around for a long time, but yeah. hasn't been uh, specifically tied to the Jews until now. Uh, I remember, sorry, I remember uh, in one of the ways they justified the wildfires in California was there was a heat energy ray. Like, I can't find the tweet. I wish I would have saved it, screenshot it. But this was uh, in about, it was in 2018 with the wildfires uh, in California. And they said that the reason why the mansions were not catching on fire was because there was a heat energy ray that they were shooting to cause the wildfires as a distraction oh no yeah yeah i remember that i was just like motherfucker i'm hearing these wildfires i'm seeing the smoke i'm not seeing a fucking heat ray i don't see no beam from outer space what are you talking about you think someone would have recorded that um oh shit that reminds me you remember uh coast to coast yeah, the, the, of radio, course. <laughs> the radio show. Yeah, I used to love Coast to Coast, dude. That was the fucking shit. Yeah, I remember there was one episode where uh, this crazy motherfucker from Hawaii 
was on the show and he was talking about how he used to fly up in his airplane and circle around the Hawaiian islands. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to like protect the islands from bad weather. And he was like super convinced through like, I don't know, some kind of mysticism that like if he flew around in a circle over the islands and then masturbated in his plane, that like somehow that would prevent, that would bring like good weather upon the Hawaiian islands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know like what. I can't remember the fucking justification he gave from it. It was some like fucking spiritual practice or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of insane shit that these people go on. Um, but getting back to Q, not only do the Jews control the weather this time, uh, they're also planning an alien invasion. And if I had known that the Jews were planning an alien invasion, I would have married into a Jewish family like a long fucking time ago. Straight up. Um, I would have been on the side of the aliens because fuck this planet in its current state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah. But uh, another gem from Q and on is that Ruth Bader, uh, RBG, I forget her fucking name, the Supreme Court Justice. Uh, there was a poll asking whether she was one dead, mm-hmm. two alive, or three being kept alive, quote unquote, on ice. Because apparently that she's undergoing um, cancer treatment, and there were like something about like stock photos not being circulated for the past six months or something. So they think they're dead or well, I don't know, whatever. Uh, basically not a, enough publicity for the uh, QAnon folks. And they think uh, every single death in the country is linked to a global um, pedophilia network. Um, but you know, um, and again, as we were just talking about with uh, the uh, Customs Border Patrol, here's another bit. Uh, QAnon Twitter is endorsing the quote-unquote scooping up Antifa leaders uh, in Portland. Of course they it, are. Of course. I mean, you know, it doesn't bother them that, you know, the federal fucking government is just disappearing people out of the yeah. blue for speaking up and exercising the first amendment rights um that doesn't bother them but it's totally justified when it's the opposition that's getting scooped up and it's like well if you're really so worried about power uh and government overreaching <laughs> You should be outraged about this, but no, it's it's the Antifa, man. Yeah. Antifa is the fucking devil. These people, they're simultaneously responsible for everything wrong in the world and also just incompetent enough to, like, not tip the scales globally to enact their, you know, anarcho-Marxist-fascist revolution. <laughs> um yeah, so it's um, it's I don't know, it's 
dumb. Uh, what's also dumb is that there's more, there's a big circulation of fake tweets from celebrities of, um, you know, Hollywood celebrities or whatever from Marietta Abra, Abramovic. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, the, the, the girl who's involved with like spirit cooking and uh, shit as like a weird artsy practice or whatever. But of course, the QAnon people take this literally and think that um, all Hollywood celebrities and all of the deep state and all of the Democrats are actually involved with demonic sacrifices and pedophilia mm -hmm. and blood sacrifices to Satan. Mm -hmm. um, so th th this is like a, another, a big thing again uh, this week. Uh, this seems to be kind of a recurring theme for the yeah, past recurring thing couple that they of always couple They of always go back to the spirit cooking. They, they do. It's been, fuck, I think 2012, 2013 is when I first started spirit cooking. They're still going on about it. Um, yeah, it's insane. Totally insane. Um, what's also, what's also almost as insane is the, uh, extreme LARPing that these people like to engage with, with, uh, with, with basically they want to think they're ultra sophisticated numerology experts every single one of them that they're code breakers mm -hmm. and they can decipher every hidden message in the fucking world uh so we got a couple gems that i saw uh this week there was uh so ms13 of course the the criminal organization that the U.S. created, which then implanted into multiple South American governments to overthrow, um, to overthrow the governments in favor of a neoliberalist agenda that is answerable to the United States. But you know, we could just overlook that um, because they certainly do. Uh, apparently, MS13, uh, because M is the thirteenth letter in the alphabet, that equals MSM mainstream media wow <laughs> i know i saw that too I like, oh sweet jesus God, God. that's some fucking high level iq right there i couldn't have yeah. figured that out oh. um <laughs> and another one this one actually blew my fucking mind was the 20 dollars oh, yeah. bill apparently predicted covid19 mm -hmm. in uh 2020 so there was a fucking video yeah, I, I watched that for like 10 seconds before my brain started melting and I was just like, I can't. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't blame you. I, I had to keep watching. I but, um, yeah, there, there are some things I just can't do it, but this one was just like particularly fascinating for some reason. But uh, th basically this chick folded the $20 bill in a particular way, you know, just like in half and then in half again. And it's like, oh, look, it's a $20 bill. There's 20s on all corners. So it's like 20, 20. Wow. Big fucking whoop. And then she turned it upside down and she. <laughs> I can't. She basically thought the upside down face of andrew jackson like with the mouth cut off it looked like andrew jackson was wearing a flu mask <laughs> like 
how do you she was like do you know what that looks like i'll tell you what it looks like it looks like he's wearing a mask and it's like 2020 uh the 20 dollar bill protected covid um like oh, I, fucking, yeah. I can't i hate i hate this country um also apparently corona the word corona is apparently equal to 666 because <laughs> it's letters and yeah when you do numerology, the letters add up to 66. So it's uh, apparently the agenda of evil is the COVID-19. Like, okay, that's cool. Um, and there's even more. Hold on. I had this bookmarked for a second. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, this, there's a lot of like cryptic. Uh, role-playing shit that goes on with the Q movement as a whole. But apparently, June, July, August, and September's there have been boom. Whatever the fuck boom means. And then week to remember is red October. Dark to light, which is another big QAnon thing, uh, equals the November election. And then blackout necessary equals day after election. This is straight up like I I can't get over it. If this is straight up really shitty creepy pasta writing, yeah, this is terrible internet horror story. Watch um, it be somebody that was like a failed no sleep writer writing this shit. Dude, like somebody dude. that couldn't even get upvotes on the no sleep subreddit was just being like, "Well, I'll show you," and he created the biggest fucking LARP of all time. You know, in that case, he was actually uh, successful with his life. Yeah, it's probably fair. some failed, um, what's the fucking term? Trust fund baby. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Where yeah, he has so like, nothing better to do with his life. Yeah. So he just writes creepy pasta, and all these fucking idiots think they're breadcrumbs and go hunting. Like just the it just it just shows that. If you believe something hard enough, you will find the answers. And that's what they do. They believe it so fucking hard that they're able to see $20 bills predicting COVID. They're able to see MS-13 as MSM. Never mind that MS-13 has been around for a long fucking time. And I highly doubt that there's much connection between MS-13 and the mainstream media. Yeah, I would be shocked. <laughs> if there was a connection between the most arguably the most dangerous international crime syndicate in the fucking world um and american specific mainstream media like give me a fucking break dude um also another one that was trending was uh today is july 17th because 17 is the uh or sorry q is the 17th letter in the uh, alphabet. Um, and apparently there was a Q drop, actually. Um, I didn't really look at it, because the fuck if I want to go to any of those Q websites, um, who knows what fucking spyware is on that shit. But, uh, you know, uh, the, again, this is just looking for patterns. And even even with this one, there are... I was looking through so many replies, and there's a lot of them saying, basically... Hey, you know, me and my friends are losing faith in the Q movement and the plan, the, the quote unquote, the plan. Um, you know, I wish Q would just give us a sign to see that we're all on the right track and everything's 
you know, happening. Um, and instead of giving any sort of direct reassurance or whatever, there were responses like, oh, you know, just look into this little bit of evidence for yourself. Um, or just trust in the plan. Like, nothing directly reassuring anyone of anything. Uh, mm -hmm. No community outreach. This is, and I have kind of alluded to this before, but this is a huge difference between the left and the right, uh, as far as the political spectrum goes, is that, you know, for all whatever toxicity or infighting there is among leftists, at the end of the day, we all stand in principle to give a shit about other human beings be by virtue of being human beings, right? That's all we care about. So we want everyone to be successful and happy and whatever and live a mm -hmm. decent life. These people on the right, they just, because of this, this, this emphasis on rugged individualism, and thinking for yourself and like extreme toxic free will um there's no room for compassion or outreach or giving a fuck about anyone any sort of empathy so they're just like hey you know if you can't figure this out on your own then <laughs> sucks to be you uh i guess this is you know libertarianism again um either you're going to figure it out on your own or you're not going to be saved by God's plan because you couldn't figure it out in time because you're too stupid. Um, and this is just, you know, all of these things kind of add up. This is exactly the consequence, uh, the result that you would expect is that, <laughs> you know, if you can't, if you can't see the pattern for your own eyes, then you're not worthy of saving. Um, fuck. I, you know, again, ranting um <laughs> and there's just like so much with this QAnon shit i just discovered it this week uh i never really looked into it but so there's a big obsession with with putting constitutional sheriffs uh which we have covered before which are basically fucking racists uh kkk members essentially uh constitutional sheriffs constitutional lawyers which you know the state enforced uh, kkk and also the uncovering of pedophiles in everywhere and it's it's kind of like if you were really concerned about pedophiles everywhere well you'd also look at trump and the multiple pictures and videos with trump and epstein together you would think um but i mean Trump can do no wrong because the QAnon movement is formed exclusively around defending Trump. So we can't question that. Um, anything implicating him is just lies uh, by the, the communists. Well, they've also created a petition for Trump to sign an executive order to make mandatory mask laws unlawful. Oh, uh, we're already seeing that in Georgia, which we covered last uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Uh, like, why? Why? Why, even at the end of the day, what is their justification for Trump to make mandatory masks unlawful? 
Right. It's um. Do, do they believe is it's like the start of a, like a control a control agenda? They do. They do actually. Oh god, they do. Um. I'm just trying to decide how much information I can give away right now. Um. Fuck. So. Uh, this okay. I think it's so. At my work, I proposed a topic. Uh, back when I was writing conservative politics, which I don't, I don't write that shit anymore. I can't. Uh, anyways, the topic I proposed for one article was basically like, is wearing, and this was like a couple months ago back when COVID was still like fairly new and it was hitting the U S and people were like flipping their shit about it. I basically mm-hmm. said, Hey, I want to write about this question of whether or not wearing a mask will in the future become a political statement. And essentially I was told, well, no, nah, I don't really see how that's like a really political statement or anything. And well, uh, here we are a couple months later and w- the difference between wearing a mask or not is a fucking partisan issue. <laughs> yeah, it's a partisan <laughs> issue now. It's a political issue now. Yeah, it's uh, it's just fucking so not even the conservatives can really they don't have the foresight because they're too busy caught up in the fucking reaction uh, mm-hmm. reactionary behavior yeah. uh, of all of this shit. Of just um, being of having to do one thing that's not selfish that you're just like, nope, can't do that. Yeah, right. This is infringing on my freedom to live my life my as body it was a couple months ago, even. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. too much to ask. Too much to ask. Oh, God. Uh, these people are like clinically insane at this point. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no saving them. There's really not, unfortunately. And to further prove this point, uh, on Q Twitter, there is a claim that Joe Biden actually doesn't have dementia at all and is apparently the one who is playing four-dimensional chess and getting everything that they want. And, uh... Like, what's their logic with this one? God, the, oh, but there was no logic. They just straight up said, like, he doesn't have dementia. So <laughs> they don't think Joe Biden has dementia. Like, uh-uh. even if we just don't even go by, like, rumors of the shit posting that happens, uh, you would think that the QAnon people out of everybody would be pushing Joe Biden has dementia. Out oh, of for sure. everybody. You it's think the QAnon people. World. Yeah, you would think that they would be all over that shit. You would think, but then they've got to twist it with their, I don't, whatever the fuck their narrative is. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't even think they know what their narrative is. It changes so often. They don't. Uh, I don't think they do either. Um, There's something like 5,000 quote-unquote Q drops and each one of them is supposed to be connected in this big fucking elaborate web where like everything is supposed to make sense somehow but like uh, I fucking I can't um 
but they really do think that Joe Biden is like actually in control of everything. And he's just like playing dumb on a national. Like, I can't, I can't, the delusion with these people, I, I mean, specifically with Joe Biden, it's just so apparent that he is sundowning at every single, every single interview, every single question that he's asked. He had a little bit of a spurt when he was uh, basically handed the election after uh, the Super Tuesday where he won South Carolina. After that, he got a big boost of confidence but uh, for a couple weeks. But after that, he's been sundowning every single fucking interview. Um, and yet, he's the one playing four-dimensional chess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Every gap in the world is... It's a master strategy by him. <clears throat> and for years, like, since Q started, I, like, it's so weird that they're saying that Biden's playing 4D chess. Do they think Trump's still playing 4D chess? That they're in, like, this master battle? Yeah, right? Like, it's... Again, it's hilarious with their justification of the deep state. It's like it's simultaneously powerful enough to control every facet of American society, but not quite powerful enough to, you know, rule the world like they claim. Like they, th like they think it order. is. Yeah, it's it's such a complicated, like, just ball of yarn that's just all tangled up. You pull one string and it just gets snagged somewhere and it's just like... There's no straight line with them. Yeah, there really isn't. Uh, there really isn't a straight line. Um, and, you know, one of the big things with conservatives in general, but especially with these Q people, um, mm -hmm. is this constant need to reaffirm their their beliefs and their values and their morals and whatever. And there's, I swear to God, it's at least like 50 to 75% of Q Twitter is just like a bunch of one-off tweets or retweeting like these super patriotic high production value videos of just like, this is what I stand for as an American and no one can tell me otherwise. Well, it's like, if you're tweeting this like 50 times a day, like how secure are you with your beliefs at the right? Like I actually have some breaking news. I need to tell you. Oh shit. What's up from Portland police's official Twitter account. People have broken into the port Portland police association office, their union, by the way, and have lit the building on fire. Hell yeah. Fuck them. Those fascist fucks. Yeah. They yeah, fucking yeah. deserve it. Yeah, it, it is currently on fire. I'm tr trying to find a stream. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see if there's but a... You keep on going and I'll... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link really quick while I uh, keep going. But, um... Yeah, this is uh, potentially some interesting... Here, I sent you the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm on it. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, it's, again, the, the fucking, they, they just got to reaffirm all their beliefs all the time. 
And uh, part of how they get their rocks off is by backing the police at every turn, no matter what they fucking do, um, especially the Portland police when they're especially brutal uh, towards towards protesters. Um, the last, and we'll get to some other uh, interesting bits with like uh, Trump and the campaign uh, protesters and whatever in a second. But the last bit about QAnon this week is. There was a big police raid in the Black Forest in Germany. Um, now, according to Q uh, circles, this was the Black Forest was apparently a human hunting ground uh, owned by the Rothschilds, um, and there was a big fucking deal trying to connect the Black Forest everything that happened in the Black Forest, because apparently it's been a big area for murders or missing people or whatever. Uh, They're trying to connect that area to pedophilia activity, of course, uh, because pedophilia, there's this weird obsession with Q people and pedophilia. I can't tell if they're like trying to really attack it or like, you know, subconsciously defend the practice by going on the offense, but like, secretly embrace i don't know it's uh it's a little weird there's too much cognitive dissonance to really tell um but there's there's even more numerology with the uh black forest situation so there were about 200 police officers who kind of surrounded the area uh for about a week there were choppers flying overhead and they were hunting down a suspect. Um, and this person apparently held up four police officers and stole their weapons, uh, their guns, which I guess police work differently in, the, uh, in, in Europe, but um, you would have tried that here. Ooh. You'd be sent off to Guantanamo Bay, I bet. Uh, but Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but the suspect was, um, you know, he stole their weapons and he also had an axe on him and apparently injured one of the police officers during the arrest process. But until then, he was believed to be living outdoors for a while. He left a manifesto at a nearby restaurant, which very closely resembled a 35,000 uh, 35, word manifesto or uh, essay. It's a neo-Luddite like anti-technology, go back to our human roots, whatever uh, kind of movement, right? Uh, and it was an essay called The Industrial Society and Its Future by Theodore Kaczynski. Uh, now, the manifesto that this guy left was like a couple pages long, but it was very closely resembled to this, uh, to this piece of work. Um, and apparently this guy had an anti-Semitic past uh when he was 15 years old he doctored a sign in germany to read jews away quote unquote um so uh, it's kind of a weird story it's uh sounds like a that that was all i was able to uncover at least from this guardian report but (laughs) it's just kind of a weird anomaly in this grand scheme of things but of course q twitter took off with it it was like trying to find numerology and pedophilia rings and apparently the guy was arrested at 17 17 uh, like 17 
1700 hours. Um, so 517. Um, but you know, 17, of course, is the Q number. And all of this other, you know, of course, connecting it to the Rothschilds, you know, for whatever reason, Feely activity. They're, it's like you said before, they're just looking for justifications for their own beliefs at this point. And um, it just, I don't see any of the connections. This just seems to be like a, a weird case of a person who is rebelling against technology and modern society and wants to return to the Stone Age and kind of lost his shit and stole some weapons and ran into the fucking forest. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. But they're trying to make this huge pedophilia deal uh, about it. So, it, whatever. Um, but I guess moving on from stupid Q shit. Uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, sort of. Uh, unless you have anything else to report right now, I'll keep going on. Yeah, you keep going. Uh, I'm just checking. All right social media so the trump campaign released a, a new advertisement oh shit we got to wrap this up pretty soon we're at the hour mark right now yeah all yeah. right so the trump campaign released an advertisement video with a again uh violating copyright infringement it's a it played in the end by lincoln park um, and his video got taken down for copyright violations. Uh, Q Twitter said that Chester, I forget his last name, but Chester was apparently making a documentary about uh, something about child pornography or whatever. Uh, and he, so the claim is that Chester was onto a pedophilia ring exposure uh, when he quote unquote committed suicide. Now, according to Q, people uh chester didn't commit suicide but you know he actually did like in actual factual objective reality um that we like to see with our own two eyes um he did commit suicide but you know of course to the QAnon people he didn't because anything uh needs to be used to implicate hollywood <laughs> um yeah. and defend trump in the process um so that was that was fun. Uh, I'm glad Trump got another copyright violation because they tried to do the same thing with Nickelback, and uh, you know Nickelback has always sucked for the eternity of time. But yeah. but even they took a stand. Even they took a stand, and for that, you know, they have deserved. Um, they have earned themselves deliverance and uh, repentance in my eyes. So I'm okay with Nickelback now for that <laughs> and now lincoln park um and uh this <laughs> moving on from that there was a uh, a couple instances of um all lives matter insanity um there were some people so of course there was the black lives matter uh mural painted outside of the trump tower in new york city and uh you know all the conservatives were butthurt about it whatever so today or yesterday or whenever um 
there were a couple of instances of people spilling paint all over the mural. Uh, it was under hashtag Operation Paint Drop, uh, and it was and it called the Black Lives Matter movement a Marxist movement, which is. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Uh, we can go on a rant on that at some other point, but we're short on time. So no. uh, one video has a trans woman calling the BLM supporters transphobic bigots. Um, it's really funny. The clip I watched was uh, cut in a couple places and it didn't really show the, uh, you know, transphobia. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, if someone's going to desecrate a BLM mural and then immediately accuse people of being transphobic like uh, it seems like that comes out of nowhere and mm -hmm. uh, i feel like that person was paid off honestly oh absolutely um yeah there's no excuse for that and then there's another unless you're just uh, anyways um and then there's another video that had a black woman resisting arrest as she was crawling through a pool of black paint that I think she had spilled or maybe so I am presuming she had spilled and maybe not someone else. Anyways, she was crawling through the paint, trying to cover it up as much as the, the letters as possible. There were two officers attempting to keep her, uh, to arrest her actually. And she was resisting arrest. One of them fell and hit his head pretty hard on the concrete. Like it was apparent. And he was reeling in pain afterwards for a good moment or two. In the meantime, the second officer was very gently trying to, you know, putting his hand on his arm, on her arm or shoulder or something and attempting, quote unquote, to keep her from moving around too much and, uh, you know, trying to arrest her, I suppose, as she continued to spread paint across the mural, across other letters nearby with her hands and knees. Um, it's just, it's funny to me the leniency that the police will show to people, even if they're black, the leniency that they will show to people who are sympathetic to movements that the police as an institution oppose, right? So, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement has been fiercely opposed by the police and conservatives at large. And we've seen the result. We've seen tear gas thrown and we've seen riots instigated basically always by the police. But when someone, anyone who decides to desecrate a Black Lives Matter mural, oh, they're getting the soft treatment. You know, it's like, hey, would you please like stop being a little bit disruptive? I know you just like really hurt my my comrade over there. And I see him reeling in pain with an eyesight, but hey, I'm just going to put my hand on your shoulder. Like, please stop. Um, can you please stop moving around so I can put handcuffs on? Um, it's just, it's hilarious how quickly the, the, the tides change mm -hmm. um, when it comes to political affiliation. Uh, and this is, 
I don't know. This is just, again, the story of um, police as an institution being fundamentally broken. Um, they don't exist to serve us. They exist to serve, uh, to serve our <laughs> corporate overlords, essentially. And yeah. that has to fucking change. Um, yeah. You know. It, uh, and it, of course, this these uh, couple videos, you know, circulated Q Twitter, and it's uh, it's astonishing to me that they will circulate this and not the uh, well. They actually will circulate the you know people snatch, getting snatched up, and they'll be like, oh yeah, good job. You'll be like Team America, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, yeah fuck yeah, get them, get them protesters, get them soy boy protesters, and put them in a van and take them to a black site. No, that's what they want. At the end of the day, that's what the Q people and I think a lot of the MAGA people want is for that stuff to happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think okay, absolutely. We'll, I think we'll call that a wrap on this and keep you updated with everything that's going on in Portland. Probably follow up next Wednesday uh, with another fresh episode. Uh, got anything? To, any plugs? Outside of our usual stuff, no. Um, if you like what we do, check us out on all the major podcast hostings. We got Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, check out AmericanShakedown.com. Yeah, and uh, subscribe to any of those podcasting platforms. Give a good rating. Helps people find the show. Uh, Every little bit helps. Indeed it does. And thank you for tuning in. And have a good week slash weekend. Yeah, have a good night.